0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Visit to the Mound. I'm Lark Smith, along with Stan Huff. And today we're going to discuss how to keep those amateur young players interested in the game of baseball. Correct. All right. How do you go about that, Stan?
1: Well, I've got a number of things that I've written down that are really probably the, uh, a most important part, but as you go, you can add lib
0: Yeah, well, give us the, the bullet points of what we're <clears> going to cover.
1: <clears throat> okay, the first thing as a coach, you got to teach the game. If they know what to do, where to go, what to do, they're going to have more confidence in playing the game. Therefore, they're going to be more into it, Right, that kind of thing. So, uh, What's the next bullet point? We've got to keep them eager. The best way to do that is to get them as much playing time as possible. Okay, how now about the next bullet point? Well, wait a minute. Okay. Hold on. Just your to job the, your job as the coach Mark <laughs> is is to develop the players not win ball games absolutely okay we're going to play to win but we're going to develop first we're going to develop as we win
0: well if you develop players and you're going to win
1: that's right yeah, you and the development cart before the horse well well you can develop during during uh, during uh practice okay sure but they what they do is they get into ball games and apply what they've learned that will help them develop even faster. Right. Okay. okay. So it's also if you're going to develop the players, you you pick these kids on your team. Everybody's got to play. Absolutely. Now, occasionally, you know, one or two guys aren't going to be able to get to play, but you got to circle, uh, you know, kind of rotate that so mm-hmm. they do get playing time, and they get a lot of it. So yeah.
0: okay, what's the next bullet point?
1: Take notes okay? during the
0: game. You take notes and don't coach during the game. You coach, and well, practice, you take notes during the
1: the One thing that, that we had on with Scott Coolball, he mm-hmm. said that we don't want to get too much into the coaching aspect during the ball game because it, it, it's, it's sending it down a rabbit hole that's very negative. Absolutely. So we don't coach during the ball game. You encourage, you pat them on the back, tell mm-hmm. them how well they're doing, and take notes when something wrong happens. Mm-hmm. If they're hustling out there on the field. Leave them alone. Leave them alone, but take a note. I mean, I've seen kids go hard after ground balls, and you know, you know, kick it, kick it around the field like a soccer ball. There's nothing you can do about that. But the effort than, was there. Other than work on how to approach that ball when you're in practice and yeah. do it that way. Yeah. Because the better they get at that, the more the, plays the more are going to The more consistent make. they're going to be in making those plays. Right. Okay.
0: What's the next bullet point?
1: Encourage all players. Stay positive. That, that should be a, a given. Which, like I said, which
0: in Little League is not necessarily something well, that's
1: exercise. You got to say, "Hey, look, buddy, can't watch airplanes going over the field when when yeah. we're playing ball."
0: But you got to find a way to to say that so that it doesn't cause them to go crying to mama.
1: And one thing about that, the encouragement part and staying positive. You know, one thing as as we go along and get older. You know, these kids are not going to remember the wins and losses. No. But one thing they will remember is how well they were treated. Absolutely. And so it's all about in positive and always have a smile on your face. And if there's something negative, we're going to make notes and then we're going to take care of it in practice when we coach. That's when we coach, okay? Yeah. So, what's the final bullet point? Or is that the final one? It's when to coach. You coach at practice and allow the players mm-hmm. to play during the game. And that's a big deal. That's yeah. a huge deal. You don't coach during the game. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is you're going to mess things up.
0: All yeah. uh, right. Let's. Can we go back to the, to the top now and. and be a little bit more descriptive about our first bullet point there.
1: Yeah, we'll go back. We'll go back. Sure. Teaching the game. So, you want first of all, you want to teach the game at each position. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you want to teach the game as a pitcher. Then you want to teach the game as a hitter. Okay. So, these are these are times during practice that you get with these hitters. You get with the pitchers, and you start uh, devising a an organized. A, a play a plan to how to do this mm-hmm. now <clears throat> one thing about that is we're trying to get hitters to understand that hard contact is more important than getting a base hit because we of course we all want to get a base hit every sure. time up but it's just not going to happen no Okay, so if we got hard t- contact going consistently, we're going to get more base hits because it's going to get by an infielder, go over an outfielder's head, go in the gaps, go down the lines, whatever, go over the fence. Mm-hmm. Hard contact is what one can control. You can't control the outcome. Once the ball hits the bat, mm-hmm. that's it. You have no more control. Run hard, maybe you'll get two or maybe three. Who knows? You might uh, get inside the park home run, but you've to Beat you out that infield swinging bunt. The only time the coach should raise his voice, and I'm going to give him a little a slack here. They got There are three times during a ball game. Okay. If they don't hustle. Correct. Because you, you don't have to be good to hustle. No. We, okay, I would try it this way. First, let's ask them to bear down a little bit. Let's go a little harder. Yeah. Or maybe twice. Or is,
0: is that your top
1: speed? Yeah, is that... Okay, I've I've over here clocking you with a calendar. Can, <laughs> can you run a little bit faster? <laughs> uh what is the problem? Uh yeah. Did you not have a, something to eat before you came out here? Yeah. What is the deal? Yeah, Let's okay. know. I don't know. If you got but pneumonia? What's what's the deal? Here's the thing, but you got to hustle. Everybody else is hustling. The other team is out hustling us and that means they're going to beat us if we don't watch out. Right. All right. When you got a bad attitude coming in on the game, I don't know what happened, but and they're not giving a good effort. Leave it at that. That's on. part of the hustle part. Yeah. But if they're just out there going through the motions, we need to talk to them first. Right. And then if it start, if it keeps happening, that's when you might want to raise your voice. All right. Or put in a substitute. Or put in a substitute. Now that's a, I've done that in pro ball. Mm-hmm. I understand it. I don't understand that very well. So it's all about going hard. Now. If, if they're acting like a complete fool or a clown in the uniform, it's, hey, that's enough of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or if you told them a couple of times, hey, now, this, now you have the right to raise your voice. Other than that, other than those times, everything is positive. The only reason you might want to raise your voice there is to keep them on a positive track. You don't want them, you don't want them going off track here. That's, that's mm-hmm. just a big deal. All right, let's go back. You want to keep them eager. Well, let me
0: make one point
1: here. Make a point. Go ahead. Sometimes
0: you get a, quote, quote, problem child. Correct. That has been a problem from day one at practice to every game. Right. I had one of those once that he got to first base, I think, on a walk or whatever. And I'm coaching first base. <laughs> my other coach is coaching third base. Right. And he says he's going to steal second. I said you're not going to steal second unless that coach over there gives you a signal to do so. First pitch, he takes off. He gets thrown out trying to steal second. Okay. I told him, "You just leave that uniform in the in the dugout. We'll see you later." He took off his uniform and gone and never seen him again.
1: That's a problem, child. Yeah,
0: that's a problem, child.
1: One, he can't. He's not respecting authority. Uh, somebody's got to lead and, and a coach doesn't give the steal; and he does it on his own. It's not a one-man thing. This no. is a team thing. No, I understand about that. Yeah, I mean it. You know, things you know, things we, happen. We had
0: already gotten rid of him once, and my assistant, my other coach, had asked him to come back. Okay, but this was a, this was the last straw for me. I just said, you well, know, it, "Take it, your uniform it, off; and you're gone."
1: If you're gonna get a kid to come back, he said, "Okay, here there are conditions now." Right. Where they weren't before. Yeah. Now these have to be met. Yeah. All right, that's all. Yeah. And just be a matter of fact with them. It's not you it don't have to be mean or anything, but just hey, this is how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a, a family on in a in a select deal. I told them they're gonna all get to pitch, told them they're gonna get to play any position, they're all gonna hit. We're gonna just enjoy this and, and learn the game and have fun. If we win, fine. fine. If we don't win, that's fine. fine too, but we're gonna work on all the uh, shortcomings. Right. Well, he took his kid away, and I said, "Look, here's the thing. If you're gonna do that, there's no coming back. I, I'm just, it's, I'm not gonna go back and forth with this. But it, you know, if everything was going good. I don't understand it. But he took his son away, and next thing you know, I got three calls. He wants to come back. I said. There's not. It's not going to happen. I don't have to deal. I don't need to deal with this. I got kids that want to be there and want to play, and this kind of deal. The families are happy, so we're going to stay with what we got. That's all. Thank you anyway. Yeah. So you know, if you're going to have rules, don't have too many rules. Right. But if you're going to have rules, stick uh, to them. Stick to them. That's right. Absolutely. Um, uh, Keeping them eager. This is a big deal. Mm -hmm. The best way to do that is involve them a lot in the practice and two. When when it's time to play, have them play and play a lot. Yeah. Now there's some kids that don't get to play much. That's not right. If you pick the kid on the team, he's got to play. He's mm-hmm. gonna be part of the play. He's got. If you picked him, you got to play him. That's it. Yeah. I don't care what league it's in. Little league, teenage league, select league, play em. Travel ball league. It, they got to play mm-hmm. because the idea is you know, what are we playing for here in these leagues? Nothing. You're playing for uh, fun. Fun. That's it. Okay. And now, to develop your skills. You're not paying for, playing for what was that every player got $575,000 in World Series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's a different story. Yeah, that's a little right different there. story at that level. Exactly. Uh, but we're playing for fun, and we want to definitely uh, – <clears throat> Get them in the game so they'll learn, and they'll learn faster. Uh, I mean, the coaching aspect and uh, and the uh, private private lessons are good, but, yeah. but get getting the ball game. Keep
0: That's them right. involved in the game. I mean, I mentioned in a previous episode that I was the first base coach in high school. I mean, I, I coached first base for 17 games after I let a ball roll through my legs at Temple. Well, you you're, you're yeah. involved. Yeah, so, so I was still involved in the game, and I'm still <laughs> eager about the game of baseball just because I was always involved on the field during game day in some form or fashion.
1: That's right. I mean, one way or the other, do something to, to help. It's a team situation. Now, the next one, take notes. This is important. Mm-hmm. You get a little flip, you know, uh, one of those little hand deals you can shove in the back pocket. Yeah. It, it, make some just, notes. Just a note card deal. Yeah, just uh, you know, flip it over to one page and say, "Okay, uh, oh, oh, little Johnny." Top know, of the third, he top you know. of the third with one out, man on second base, and he tried to throw him out at third. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. that, we want to get the out at first. Okay, with two outs, then we got, we got a better chance of the guy not scoring. So explain that to him because he needs to learn the dynamics of the game too. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's 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 all about teaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, taking notes working on those their inadequacies or shortcomings and uh and then t- teach the mechanics of the game as well. Uh okay, one thing I didn't say. You got to you got to have a team meeting either before or after the game, but not both. Okay? <laughs> either do it before the game or after the game, and it's always If you got to go negative, you're going to go positive, negative, positive. You're going to start off positive, and whatever is negative, you're going to bring it up, and you're not going to harp on it. But then you're going to go back to positive. That way, they're not feeling like they're being picked on. Right. And you don't go individual. Oh no. no. It's it's team. Don't pick anybody out of the – Mix that's right. not a good idea. Right. Yeah, no, you
0: you do that at practice, <coughs> and you do that as a teaching mode in practice, as opposed to a gripe session in practice. Oh
1: yeah, you don't want to start with anything that was negative right out of the chute. You're right. gonna you're gonna really things are gonna go bad. Uh, one thing about it is uh, okay. Hitters, consistent contact. Focus on that. Pitchers, mm-hmm. pitchers. We didn't talk about pitchers. We want first-pitch strikes. Yes. Well, a first-pitch strike gives the pitcher a tactical advantage over the hitter. That means two more strikes to four more balls. Mm-hmm. And once you throw two strikes, it means one more strike to four more four. balls, and the hitter knows that. Yeah. Depending on the degree of education he's got about it. Right. And what, and what he starts to press. Possibly. Yeah, it depends. And it depends on what level that is that's going on. I know guys with two strikes would rather hit with two strikes. Sure. But Pete Rose. Th- that's a very – very minute course of the, uh, very minute uh, seg- segment of the hitters that are out there. Um, a- infielders focus on wanting the ball hit to you, mm-hmm. so to make the play, so yeah. you're ready. You I can't absolutely. be standing back on your heels. Nope. Outfielders are backing up plays and wanting the ball hit to them. Mm-hmm. If there's a throw to first base, that right fielder needs to get over that way to back up the throw. If it, right. if it's a wild throw, right and. You know, we're backing up the pitcher's mound, too, when the catcher's throwing back. Right. The shortstop or second baseman is coming in just in case the ball's thrown over his head, mm-hmm. particularly with a man on third base. So these are, these are dynamics of the game that uh, the small things of the game that need to be uh, that emphasized. Em- emphasized and worked on. Uh, <clears throat> for pitchers, the less amount they can throw, the better. So we're working on first pitch strikes and getting ground ball outs. The best is a first is a one-pitch out. Absolutely. Uh, that is the best. That, yeah. that game is, is sailing keep, along. Yeah, keep
0: the pitch count down. Keep the game moving on.
1: This is true. Get the outs, come on in, and then we score a lot of runs, and then we get back, them back out there, and we get three outs and three pitches, and we get back and score a lot of runs. So that's, that's how I like to see it anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Me too. I mean, that's what the fan likes to see at home.
1: Well, I got to tell you. If,
0: if you're talking majors.
1: that one guy, that's a coach I had with the Mets, he said, Yeah, when you're managing a son, what you need to do is score more runs in the first four innings than the next guy. And just keep scoring. Do what you need to do to score runs, then let them catch up. Works. Works really good. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. That's
0: why Butch Henry always took. Uh, Always took uh, visitors. If he you know, <laughs> had a choice between home and visitors, he wanted to get on the scoreboard first, make them catch
1: up. That's not a bad strategy, no. to be honest with you. No. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <clears throat>
0: have we covered all the bullet points?
1: Uh, Wes, yes, we have.
0: Okay. Well, then, I guess that is this episode of A Visit to the Mound. We do thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, or anything you would like for us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Visit to the Mound or visit us online at avisittothemound.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, and review this podcast and be listening the next time we make A Visit to the Mound. That'll wrap up this Visit to the Mound. We certainly appreciate you joining us today for a little baseball talk. Anytime you want to hear something about baseball, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast. Or you can go to roguemedianetwork.com for the next edition of A Visit to the Mound. This has been a Rogue Media
1: Podcast.